now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. HRO Gang, and I'm here with Crypto Crier, DeFi Kingdom's number two fan, and we have a very special guest, DeFi Kingdom's number one fan, number one. Number two, a co-host of a DeFi Kingdoms podcast, The Inner Grove, and a moderator for DeFi Kingdoms. And the list can go on and on and on all about DeFi Kingdoms. Sandwich Bunch, how are you, man? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on again. Hell yeah. I'm about to be cornered into a little corner because I have no idea what's about to go down here because DeFi Kingdoms is about to be this whole entire episode is about to be it. So let's see. Let's see how we go. So for sure let's start out let's go go ahead and just dive into the big stuff which is crystal veil uh sandwich punch i need a different opinion other than crier because he's my go-to DeFi kingdoms guy so let's hear what what your take on all of it from the launch all the way to being interactive in playing the game itself and the liquidity pools and all that good stuff so start out wherever you you think is nice to go in yeah yeah so i think uh crystal veil was i think the launch went really well I think there was a a lot of reception. The APRs have been awesome. And I think one thing that's like really important to keep in mind is that DeFi Kingdoms, like the model and the cadence of how it rolls out is that um, it rolls out in phases. So like on Harmony, it was the decks and the liquidity pools and the farming, the single staking, Mm -hmm. and then Heroes came later. So Crystal Veil launched, which is the... It launched on DFK chain, which is the Avalanche subnet um, for DeFi Kingdoms, and it's hosting Crystal Veil. And so right now, it's just it's the same thing. It's Dex. It's a, it's you know it's got a Dex. It's got gardens, and people are farming. They can stake their crystal, and that's all it is for now. So <clears throat> in terms of like gameplay, you know, it's like there's not much going on, but it is mm-hmm. that it is a very important part of it because that crystal, that power token that's being emitted, is like it's just as important as jewel was to serendel so those have been awesome the aprs have been wild there's been a lot of you know uh oh yeah price sure. volatility you know there was a yeah. that cr- crystal airdrop 50 to for, 12 <laughs> yeah so that's been wild that has been a wild ride um i think lots of opportunities for some people um probably Absolutely. a lot of people probably gotten hit you know maybe they didn't they didn't get it at the right time you know, maybe bought it at 40 and they're now sitting at 12. So um, it's it's been wild for sure. Yeah, it was a was a very volatile and we've covered this a couple of times, but I usually anytime there's an airdrop or anything like that, I usually recommend going to like, you know, good 100, 115 days or so until like a, you see any sort of price stability and what you actually should be valued at. <clears throat> yeah, and this, I mean, this airdrop, it was significant enough that, like Frisky Fox and and team, they intentionally didn't even airdrop it all at once, right? They airdropped fifty yeah. percent of it with the remaining fifty percent essentially unlocking to you over the course of a week. And even with that, I think there was a lot of downward price movement. But I think sure. that part a big result of that is like crystal being four to five times the price of jewel, which absolutely I, yeah. that in my mind was just kind of bonkers to start with. Yeah, I mean, it should have never gotten that high, realistically. I mean, it's there. It is the supply is a you know quite a bit lower. It's only what one fourth of this ma- the main supply. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So 
but the you know it doesn't have you know one fourth of utility either. So they they should they should be roughly around the same price. I feel you know that six to ten dollar range is probably a good price point to move it to. Yeah, yeah. This is so this comes up a ton on our podcast, like by guests in the live the live chat and whatnot. I I always view crystal kind of as essentially just a twenty five percent extension of the total supply of jewel because yeah. the eventually the ultimate like use case for those tokens will be the exact same like it will cost the same quantity of crystal to summon with a hero as it yep. will jewel and serendel so if jewels half the cost and once we have heroes in crystal Vale, it's like why would you ever summon in crystal Vale? like you would bridge your hero over to yeah. to harmony and just summon at half the cost but that doesn't exist right now right so there isn't there isn't an arbitrage opportunity so I actually could see yeah, jewel possibly. or crystal trading at a multiple of crystal, uh, sorry, crystal trading at a multiple of jewel for a while until that exists. But eventually, uh, you know, it should go one to one. And I think people get they're like, "Well, but it's one fourth the supply. It's one fourth the supply." But it's like <sighs> that doesn't really mean anything. Like, yeah, it's <clears throat> comparing apples and oranges at a point. You know, <clears throat> one is being used as a governance token. One's being, you know, it's and one's using only for summoning heroes in the future inside you know it's going to be like the berserker and the seer class or whatever so <clears throat> what are your thoughts on the uh class rollouts going forward do you think they're going to release to every uh every expansion yeah yeah i don't see them doing that like that's kind of like the model right eight it's like a very yeah. like numerically organized model like eight basic classes classes of sure. serendel and then there'll be four expansions so each expansion will have two and that'll complete a total of 16. And yeah, every classes. every expansion will be one-fourth, one-fourth. Everything's kind of one-fourth, right? One-fourth of the For supply sure. of Jewel. One-fourth of the the Heroes. quantity of Gen Zero basic classes. Very cool. Yeah, I've been... Um, overall, I was, I was super impressed. Of the, we've talked about it a couple of times, me and RSG. But uh, what are your thoughts on um, and current strategies for the, the pools and the gardens? Yeah, this is uh, this is one I actually go back and forth with my buddies in real life. Like you know, we're we're meeting up, we're going to dinner, and we're talking about this kind of stuff. I currently have about I'd say probably thirty percent of my garden funds still back in Serendel, and I have the remaining seventy percent in the Jewel X Jewel pool over in Crystal Vale. <clears throat> I think. I have a lot of exposure long term to DeFi Kingdoms just due to like my locked jewel balance and whatnot. So sure. I I haven't been compounding my crystal gains over in Crystalville. I think if if I were coming in and like I was fresh to the game and I only had like a thousand bucks, that's definitely what I'd be doing. I'd be compounding yeah. to just stack that locked balance as much as possible. But for now, due to the way the 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 garden rewards work and how if you know if you wait to claim until a later epoch you know even for a few months even yeah. that amount of unlocked can like grow substantially so that's kind of mm. where i'm like my mind's at right now i mean who knows so i could if i if Change i truly believe <laughs> right if i truly believe too that <clears throat> that crystal's gonna peg to jewel that means it's got at least a 50% dip to go if, if yeah. Jewel stayed the same, right? I think there would be movement both ways. Jewel would go, eventually sure. Jewel would go up and yeah. Chris would go down. But so I'm, I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. But for right now, I'm leaving my, my Jewel, X Jewel gardens in there. I'm kind of just letting it grow. And 
the you know 70% of my funds that are in LP in DeFi Kingdoms are over in Crystal Bell. Very nice. I did you're I feel like you did a little bit more riskier than I did. I feel like just with more of crystal exposure. Um I went about 60-40. I left 60 and then in Serendale. Um, which I am actually now that it's happened, I'm very happy with. Um just because of the APR increase over there. Uh, but I'm also doing the same thing you are. I'm waiting to claim, um, you know, at least through hopefully like 25% or whenever the heroes get announced or something like that. I think that's a really good chance to uh, then be the first claim out of those pools. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like there was, oh man, when was it? It was like January, February. There was a giant wallet that had staked. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I literally based all of my uh, choices on. Right. So there's that wallet. They put like four hundred thousand dollars into the gardens in Serendel yeah. on like week one of DeFi Kingdom. So, I mean, yeah. we're like talking like sub fifty cent jewel probably at that point. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. And they like left 30... it in there for four or five months, and when they claimed, they claimed it was fifty six uh, like, million, right? Yeah, and it was, it was like million. 1.5 million jewel, unlocked jewel at the time. <laughs> Just wild. Nuts. Cryer, did we ever talk about that? Oh, I definitely talked about it. I'm, I oh, I don't know if we talked uh, about it on here, but we that I was talking wild. about it for a while because that guy was nuts. I, I, we were all, actually, I remember I think me I and Sandwich talked about it for sure because we we were like freaking out. We we're like, is this guy gonna just like sell? He's it about dumping, yeah, yeah, yeah. which he did, we which he like... did. He definitely did during that whole like twenty-two <laughs> yeah. to four dollar period. Oh, yeah. He dumped guy, it all. Every single smart, one, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I definitely like. I love listening to you guys like on your the end of like how to do this because again for others on our end like you know I'm I, you guys let's say you guys are whales in this I'm like a, a small crab in this so yep. when I have these little <laughs> liquidity pools over here um, my approach was was somewhat similar obviously with not as much funds but um I definitely was the one that pretty much all the extra that I had in Serendale slid it over to uh, Crystal Vale, put it into the Jewel and X Jewel and just let it grow within like just a few, let's say, how long have you been out for like two weeks now? Yeah, a week and a half. Week and a half. So over on my end, I have like over a hundred um, locked or yeah, a hundred locked rewards as well as like 10 crystal or whatnot that's already lo- or unlocked. So it is a smaller game, but I also what I decided to do on the side of Serendale was I have two liquidity pools. It was one in, um, what was it, ETH and Jewel, and the other one was Matic and Jewel. And the Matic and Jewel one, even though the APR was higher than the ETH one, I didn't have that much in it. So I decided to just uh, break that off and then send it over to uh, Crystal Vale. And then with that, I put it into Crystal and Jewel pool and then Every single time I'm harvesting on Serendale's side, I'm just chucking over the jewel into Crystal Vale and just, yeah, just matching it on the other end. And of course, like on my end, I'm playing the game of trying to like create this wealth, create that passive income that you, someone else would see in like a year or two. It could, right now it doesn't seem like a lot, but in a year, two years, maybe more, it will look like a lot more. So it's definitely fun to, always have like crier side of things and of course on your side punch you're you're the number you're the you're the big dog in this room right now so yeah. i like talking to you more <laughs> you're the crab you know. i'm like the baby dolphin and then yeah, yeah exactly like so the great 
<laughs> the great white shark oh, that's about to eat both of us but um but yeah no it's definitely it's definitely pretty cool to see it um the one thing that we we talked about this last time on our the first episode you were on is the whole aspect of DeFi kingdoms what should attract like the nft community the ones that were heavy involved in with like eth and maybe even solana or people that are just asking us hey i'm trying to get into crypto i'm trying to get into DeFi. i'm trying to get into nfts what i what we always say about DeFi kingdoms is when you gamify like teaching someone something it's it's yeah. just unbelievable because you're i've learned so much about liquidity pools and bridging tokens and staking and all this crazy stuff and i couldn't imagine having that all this knowledge like a few years ago or something i would be absolutely filthy rich so on top of that like when we're doing these podcasts and we're doing like twitter spaces and like texting people and just helping people out in the community as well as our friends and family it's it's awesome to see them learning just like we did at first and it's through a game which i sure. think Hey, if freaking school was like a game, I'd have straight A's because I definitely did not have straight A's <laughs> in school. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But it's it's definitely awesome just to see like how much you can learn from DeFi Kingdoms, and they're and they're doing an amazing job at it. Yeah, like to great segue into just talking about the team. We had a couple of uh, announcements. They were when they finished for finally um, releasing everything and just thanking everybody and talking about how much they've grown. Um, so they were an 80 person team, uh, no VC funding, crushing it on all, on all accounts pretty much. So what do you think the next steps here for them? For the team? Yeah. Um, well, it's been really interesting that to see, like, for example, they, they have kingdom studios. They're now incorporated. Yeah. Like they're really trying to, they're growing. Where are they incorporated at actually, you know? Uh, I believe it was a Delaware entity. Okay. Um, but I, that, I mean, that was just one entity. They probably, I would imagine they yeah, probably have multiple. entities all across the world, but, but yeah, it's like they're, so they're becoming, not only have they set this like standard of what I call like the golden standard of like how to do things, how to roll things out, how to, how to be transparent. Yeah. They're, I mean, I don't know about you, but legitimate. I mean, I've been doing DeFi for over two years this has been by far the most elegant release structure I think have ever been put forth. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, it kind of sucks because in, in a sense, because I, this was like one of my first DeFi plays and it was one of my first gamify plays. And so I go to these other discords, I'm in these other projects. And I'm kind of like, this just sucks. Like the next, yeah. everything else just doesn't <laughs> taste as good, you know? Yeah. So, um, but it, it's nice to see that because then it's it's a little bit of a validation well, of like okay, people have yeah. things to complain about. Like there's always going to be bears and there's always going to be people complaining about something that the DeFi Kingdoms team does. For sure. But you compare no it to other happy. projects and they don't even hold a light against it. No, for sure. One of the things that I I also see about like DeFi Kingdoms and all these again on the ETH side of all these NFT profile picture projects and all these people saying we're gonna build a game we're gonna do all this we're gonna do all that and every single time we see that it's it's I'm gonna be honest it's bullshit it's BS and when you see the the amount of effort and work and dedication that the DeFi Kingdoms team puts into like what they have already, even with all the things that they do and the game that they have, they still have 
years to add on to it. I couldn't only imagine oh, like absolutely. these yeah. other it's projects have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Not even scratching the surface and they've put in so much time and effort. And then there's these ETH projects, these any of these projects i'll even say like cool cats and like even let's see what happens with like gutter gang and all these other projects that are making these games and saying that they're going to come sure. out with these games um they don't i i personally think they don't know what they got themselves into and they're obviously now realizing it and that's why we're seeing so many delays and so many delays, things delays. and um <clears throat> errors and having to do more beta tests and all that and the way just DeFi kingdom does it in segments of releasing things and like allowing people to use the beta side of things and like working with the community it's just i always tell people when we're we're in interviews or i'm just like talking to people in the space that are trying to create these massive projects i'm like Go over to DeFi Kingdoms, their Discord, look what they're doing, join their AMAs, understand the way they're doing it, because that's the that's definitely at the moment the best way to do it. So it's super yeah. cool just to see that. What's the next step here? We're we're getting the heroes. It took a couple months, like what a month or two for the last time. I think they're on a little bit more of an accelerated program. Um possibly, but what what do you think when we're gonna be releasing heroes? And have you heard anything about any of the PB uh, PvP content and the land at all? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not like privy to any like special information yeah. <clears throat> due to my position as a moderator in the Discord, but my guess is I suspect, and this is, you know, this is a lot of speculation that we see the hatchery and the hatching of pet eggs. Yeah. Before we see Crystalville heroes released. Okay. I um, can see that too. I'm, I think PV like full blown PVP is probably a ways out because they announced at Avalanche Summit that DFK uh, what did they call it DFK Duel essentially yeah it was like, like a, a mini game type like the yeah I think in Dreamer's words it was a it, it will be a simple yet very strategic essentially one hero versus one hero type of thing yeah uh, PV so it will be like a mini PVP so uh, I I just there's no way they're gonna release full blown PVP before that that will be kind of a bridge to to get things there For and sure. then we do have land tournaments and like travel travel around the map and i mean honestly i have no idea when those are going to be released but if i if you were to be like hey what is your best guess on cadence of where things release my guess is pets then crystalville gen zeros on over on crystalville then maybe the like the dual the, thing the dual with, the land. with land tournaments sometime after that yeah, I can see that. What's your thoughts on the hatchery? What do you, what do you, uh, what's your, how many eggs, how many eggs you got? 10,000? <laughs> no, I wish. I've given too many of them away on our podcast, man. <laughs> yeah, you already given away all your eggs. I you should, uh, should, should, I guess I should have been keeping some more of those. I think I'm currently <laughs> at like 20 eggs, though. So nice. I'm not complaining about that. And I'm super excited. I think the fact that there will be like this rarity system will be really fun. For sure. I, I know you play Diablo too, right? So yeah. it, it kind of reminds me, like what I what I envision happening is like, so what do you do? Do you I you know do you open the egg and yeah. risk it being Gamble like it. a pile of hot garbage? <laughs> yeah. Or you or know that it. very small chance that it's epic. Or do you sell it unhashed and let somebody else do it? It's kind of like selling a, a an, an unidentified like... gold ring in Diablo too, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the is it gonna be a a stone of jordan or is it going to be some piece of garbage 99.99 exactly. percent of the time so i think there'll be a, a, a fun uh ecosystem and marketplace that kind of builds up around that um 
but I, I mean, as far as utility, that could be a ways out too. But anything, right? Anything will be good at this point. I think yeah. everyone is just starving for new content, and that yeah, would be for sure. Like, that next little like loop that they add is gonna, I feel like, increase. Oh, add a lot more people. I think that's what those professions get kind of boring. No one, you know, it's not a. <clears throat> it isn't a game. You know, it's it's more of you know we're still trying to build that. And we've m- multiple times we've talked about this where it's the comparison to Axie and how long it actually took for people to kind of like get into the ecosystem because no one came until there was actual like PVE and PVP gameplay, you know? So all the people there (laughs) earlier in the time were just there twiddling their thumbs and making new axes every, you know, 24 hours or whatever the the limit was. So, but, um, how long was that going on before gameplay? Like true. Oh, I mean, for Axes, it's been a really long time. I mean, for Axes, it was like two years. Got it. Like when I first started Axie, it was um, like mid 2018 or so. And then, yeah, I don't think we saw any like actual like good gameplay until 2020. Um, So it definitely took a long time. And they had they also had like a little interim um, like content as well. Where it's very simple, I feel it's gonna be like how the duels will be, like the little mini duels or whatever they're gonna have for the land. Um, where you had it was almost just like you put a hero, you put your axes in, um, and you hit, you know, fight, and then whatever happened happened, and the the the, the Ethereum blockchain kind of did like a randomization gameplay, and then whoever won won, whoever lost lost. There was no like, you know just you have a 35 percent chance of winning or something like that there was a you know their odds were you know not high or whatever so that was kind of the first and that it was still very unpopular then i would say they, they don't even they had axie token back then so it was very you know pretty early and then once that uh, actual phone game and desktop game came out it just went absolute berserk yeah yeah that's that's uh, i think that's just the next big thing is we everyone's just waiting on more the gameplay to happen and it it's i think more complicated than we all think to do it and they were moving at such fast speed um so i I just yeah i think that's just everyone's super anxious for that to release and for sure what on the uh yeah crier one of the things that i know i myself talked about it on on our brand new twitter spaces show that we have uh called jpegs and eggs uh, one of the discussions that we had here was a lot of these NFT projects, even DeFi kingdoms and the whole nine yards, like when they're building these massive games, I feel like a lot of these projects are are maybe doing it in the wrong way. And here, here's why I say this, because they're, they're trying to go into like creating gameplay as like this nostalgic feeling of like how Pokemon was or RuneScape was or like the older games where now when we play it in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and we're older, we just go back to these games and they're so easy. And once you like finish it, you're done playing. Where on the lines of when we were younger, we would play these games over and over and over and over again. So, like when these projects come out, and let's just for example talk about Cool Cats, their whole thing is we want to be like this generation's Pokemon. But like the thing is, this generation is really not playing Pokemon, they're playing the online bat they're playing Fortnite. they're playing uh, playing warzone they're playing halo they're playing um all these other games that are a lot more shooters more complicated games or even like let's say on the side of like a madden 
MLB The Show, um, NBA 2K, like computer games as a whole. Like these games are a lot more complicated than they were when we were a lot younger and back in the day, right? So when these these projects come out with these games like hey we finally have it and then you're like wait a minute it's just a few clicks so for example on the side of DeFi kingdoms professions all you do is you click a few transactions you click a few heroes and you send them off a few hours later you bring them in that's what we got at the moment of course it gets more interesting on the uh, when it comes into pvp pve the whole nine yards but on the side of like a cool cats as well you're just sending i played the beta we you're just sending your little cool pet he comes back with milk and then you grab item you grab that milk you buy a chest you open the chest and then you give the items to the cool pet at the moment the whole idea is that people that are waiting for these games it's they're it, they're in it for the money as i always say like right now yeah for and sure. that's yeah. not going to be sustainable because if you're in it for the money and it's not because it's an actual fun game it doesn't end well at the end it's always going to crash and no. burn be, it's just yeah, i don't know for sure and we've seen it multiple times you know, i mean even that game we talked about remember the, like the feed in arena or Thetan arena or whatever Thetan arena yes 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 yeah like so i actually saw a thread about just like gaming economies and how they pretty much all go to zero over time just ev- like every game economy since like the beginning of game economies like ultima online and all that shit so um you know how all of these kind of trend towards zero just by because you have to have the new people coming in to kind of like you know add to the movement of the money right uh or get stale and you know people lose interest and stuff like that so and you have you mean you have without games all the time i mean how many games have you purchased over your lifetime and you know you bought it and played it for every day for um, you know two weeks and then you haven't played it since so it's just collecting dust Exactly. So you see that a lot. So that whole loop mechanic is definitely very important. And I and just how you said, I, we are in a little bit of a gener- different generation. But you know, I uh, I would say how you said, you know, they're new. They're looking for newer things. People don't really play the games much. You like go play nostalgia and you leave. But there is some games that people like. I feel like in my age category, I feel like there's a lot of games that people still play pretty Absolutely. like re- almost like religiously. I mean. I know we were talking about Diablo 2, but I mean, I know so many people that still play that game a lot. Like, it's it's so weird that it's uh, the older games were such more had such higher replay value, I believe. Yeah, and yeah. Like and such I'll, greater in-depth strategy. Absolutely. And on the side of like a Fortnite or a, a Warzone or even a Halo, like multiplayer online, what's keeping people going is the side of like the seasons. Like it's a yeah. brand new season. You can get like, I'll say like our producer over new here um, and like it's a new skin. Him and I, we're playing Fortnite right now for two reasons and two reasons only. Number one, no there's no, there's no building. So the seven-year-olds can get smacked by me now and Ant. And number two, the other reason is I'm a massive Doctor Strange fan and the final skin you can get this season is Doctor Strange. So I have to get Doctor Strange. <laughs> so in conclusion, when you build all these things, like a brand new season, like in Warzone, they have like the, what do they have? Like the, all this, I don't, I don't, I'm not into like scary movies and whatnot, but like they have all these like skins and whatnot that people want. So they go and play the season to get them and stuff like that. You see that a lot, or even in Halo, every other week they have like a brand new challenge. So people go back for the challenges themselves. Yeah. So I truly believe like the attention span of 14 year olds all the way up to like my age, I'm 
20, what am I, 26? To up to 26, like millennials, let's go with that and above. Their attention spans are so puny, like a freaking peanut, <laughs> that they need something just keep on going, keep on going. It's not someone yeah. like, even though I would say like, uh, let's talk about like a, a Super Smash Bros. Like we, I can play Super Smash all day long or a Mario Karts or anything on the GameCube, right? But like, I know a lot of people on the younger side that they'll be like, all right, I'm bored after like three games and that's it. I could One, literally play it. Exactly. So it's just definitely something that these projects def, uh, that have to like keep in mind when they're building all these things. It's exactly what you said. At one point, all these games go to zero because they're still waiting for the next thing or it's just getting boring or there's no updates, stuff like that. And just from like a game economy standpoint, like the only game that stand, like stood the test of time realistically in that sense is probably like World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, yeah. I wish it was yeah. RuneScape, man. I wish. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I just, I, I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good and a lot of, I think that whole, we, on the gaming side, we do get a lot of, I think that's one of the reasons we get such volatility too. It's because people are like, oh yeah, the game's coming out. And then, you know, it's not a game or, you know, it's nothing that they were going to think it was and like, oh, I'm going to sell it now. By, by the way, I just got a brand new game. I got Lego Star Wars, the full collection. I'm running through that shit. Just letting you guys know. Just, <laughs> just just had to put that in there and i finished I kirby also very very easy at first unbelievably challenging at the end all right keep going sorry <laughs> what about you sandwich you've been playing any games lately over here um yeah um dude, okay so actually i recently got a new game on steam and it's so basic but it's so addicting like it has one of those like just super addicting games good it's called or... uh vampire survivors yeah um but like have you ever played risk of rain you ever heard of that uh, one? that was like an old vampire game right uh it, it was like in the last it was like the last seven years or so but essentially you like it's just this like endless loop of mobs you know coming at your guy and he just he he's like rng loot and the loot upgrades over and over and over again and it's kind of like you just keep playing it's like can you get the weapons upgraded and like the right combos and um you know it's like, like it sounds like pixelated. It's super basic, but I downloaded it oh, yeah, at like exactly two a.m. and played it to like three thirty one night. <laughs> this sounds identical to Hades. If you yeah. sandwich punch, have if you, you like you that, you, you like need to download Hades. It's unbelievable. It's Wait, just is it like on, that. Uh, Steam. Where it's is on Steam. Yeah, yeah, it's on Steam. For, yeah, it's on Steam. It's like ten twenty bucks. It won like game of the year last year or like two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. Beautiful, a beautiful like game. Indie game of the year or something. Yeah, indie game of the year. Beautiful game. The storyline's unbelievable. You could literally. It's a. It's a loop. The whole entire time, you're Hades' son, and you're trying to get to uh, get out of hell. Out of uh, and yeah. yeah, you're just trying to get out of hell. And the whole loop is Predatory. that the more and more you die, the stronger you become. So you actually like want to die, and but you go so far. And of course, our mentality is, I'm not freaking dying. I'm doing this as uh, the hardest way possible. I'm gonna win this game. So every time you die, of course, you get more stuff, and you level up those uh, weapons and everything like that. So I definitely would say like Hades is like a game, and the that's the gameplay you. is super cool too because it's like not repetitive at all because you get new weapons and new gun like play styles new, all the time it's, yeah, it's very, yeah very new villains or new bosses like they'll like switch up the bosses a little bit and they'll do you can pick like different um people to help you every single time it's super cool nice yeah i just looked it up while you guys were chatting about it this looks like a lot of fun I'm oh dude to it's check it out. unbelievable and the, and the storyline is on i love like the greek yeah, the stuff and cool. like yeah it's super super cool and the music's badass too by the way so 
It's, nice. like, it's just an overall awesome game to play. But yeah, I think that uh, we got any anything else here. I would I would like to ask Sandwich Punch one thing. Last time we talked, you told me you were going to get some uh, ETH projects and get some profile pictures. I I wanted or some profile pictures, yeah, some NFTs. So I want to know: Did you ever go into it, or are you still just the DeFi Kingdom's master that we know? Dude, yeah, (laughs) I did one, and it was like. I like I'm a scrub, dude. I'm just a scrub. I got wrecked. You know, it was one of these like, what was it called? Cryer, I messaged you about it, and I was like, hey, what do you think? It was called Invisible (laughs) Noun Cats or something. It it was like, oh yeah, no, it was uh, it was Noun Cats or whatever. Noun Cats. um, The one was so bad. Like it was so bad. I was in their Discord and I was like, I can't remember. I spent like. 600 bucks or something i was like i will literally like just someone give me like 150 bucks to get the rest of my eth back over to harmony and i will give these to you and some guy was like he's like hey actually i'm in the DeFi kingdom sub i know who you are dude i'll hook you up <laughs> so like i like Let's just go. Them. i cut my losses i'm just not good at it and That's meanwhile funny. i'm watching like everyone make tons of money with their azukis and their doodles and all this stuff so i just i've like resigned doodles, to the baby. fact that i I should just stick with what I'm good at, and uh, I like that. I'll let I'll let the other people who are really good at you know these ETH <laughs> plays, but I, man, I got I just it wasn't good. I, d- I didn't do well, and part of it is too is like I just I'm spread so thin, I'm having a hard time like keeping up. So it, that was just like another layer. I just needed to like simplify my life. So I was like, you know what, this one didn't work out. It's not worth. It. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we're, I'll, have to, I'll have to send them. Uh, we'll have to send you something. We'll have to send you a profile. Dude, I, I got a bunch of cute pigs that you might want, so I don't know. But the th- the, the issue the issue Tax is loss. sandwich punch that you right gave off. me such a badass hero that if I have to yeah. send you something, I have to send you something badass. So I have to yeah, find something. No, no, you don't have to, to send, send me anything. Over. You don't have to <laughs> get him a juice. Get him a gutter juice. Little gutter what, juice. By, what is the, the level game? of your miner now? Like what what mining? What level is his mining skill? Um. Let me know? tell you right now. I think he's level. Hold up. While I'll look it up, you guys keep talking. I got this. Yeah, you got it. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have to send you some gutter juices. I think I'll do that. I'll send him a gutter juice. Gutter juice. Get him in the ecosystem. He's <laughs> like, what the hell is a gutter juice? Am I gonna? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what the f- to drink is happening it? right now? Can, can I put it into? <laughs> can I uh, give it to my DeFi Kingdoms hero, please? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's right, uh, there's so. a project called Gutter Cat Gang that's that we're pretty all pretty in deep in the in our end group, but uh, it's just a pre it's, a, it's just like a community of um, pretty much degenerates like the usual, but they're they have a bunch of like in real life meetings and concerts and like parties and stuff like that and stuff like that. It's it's a it's really cool, cool. Uh, yeah they do a really good job, and they're partnering with like a bunch of comp- like brands. They have like Puma and like um. Diamond, Puma, Diamond a, b- a bunch of other stuff that's going on right now. They're about to do an event in Chicago as well. But guys, I found out the level. Dumro Runland, by the way, that's the <laughs> name. Uh, level four overall. Okay. Um, we have on this side, we have mining at 10.8. All right. Beefy. Um, strength at 16. Uh endurance at 13 what's his blue and, and what's his uh green so the blue there's no blue there's only purple oh what's your purple then a purple is on wisdom plus two Ooh. and that's all <laughs> okay. i got no that's that's all i got the smart nice, the smart man. warrior he's a, he's a smart keep, dude keep mining it man those uh oh, yeah. those crystal bell once crystal bell yeah 
yeah. mines open That's what up I'm and people for. can start mining crystals. There's, those are, miners are going to be even more demand than they already are. I, uh, that boy, one hundred percent agree too. The end. He's staying to me. He's going to be mining for me for the rest of time. I'm so I feel bad for him <laughs> to be honest. I try to give him something, but he's just now. I just want to keep mining. Yeah, that's uh, that's super funny too. Because when you think about it that way, the new classes, you know, Berserker might be uh, statted towards that's mining or like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like they're they're. I still feel like the the mining profession is just so much more powerful than the rest of them at the current iterations of of uh, professions. So yeah, I mean, I I. I love, I bought all my miners at like 35 when Jewel was at like 20 or something bucks. And uh, it was awesome. Right before the mining came out. Crushed it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> best time to buy. Best time to buy. Yeah, all right. Well, everyone... do do we got anything else that on the DeFi kingdom side? Or you want to jump into all the news that we have at the end really quick? Yeah, we can do the news. We already did the whole, since we already just did DeFi Kingdoms news, that was just a giant Wait, DeFi Wait, we talked DeFi thing. Kingdoms the whole time? Wow. <laughs> I, I had no idea. But we'll do this quick. On the VV side, we actually have a massive drop this whole entire week. It's going to be five days a week. It's going to be the death of Captain America. It's going to be part one of five is going to be uh, Monday, the day you're listening to all this. It's going to be, as always, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Blind Box. There is also going to be uh, VV exclusive rare and ultra rare covers. I'm at this point, they're just every single time there's going to be a rare and ultra rare exclusive VV cover. So just be prepared for it. Last time they've been talking about these drops where it's going to be five, like a part one of five of like a comic book series. Mm. When these things happen, there is speculation that if you have all five later down the road, you're going to get an exclusive comic for having all five. So Right now, the VV or the VV uh, market is extremely down because of all the nonsense, the exploit, people just being upset, and also um, coming out of out of nowhere HRO, from baby. left field. HRO just absolutely killing it. Um, I, again, they've had some hiccups. We'll actually just jump into that. Where on the HRO side, we've had a bunch of WalMarts across the United States with the packs out now. So if you, I would suggest calling Walmart if not going to the HRO. Uh, Twitter account where you're able to see what Walmart's actually have it in stock. So go uh, go in there, grab some packs. They're super awesome. Cryer even got he went to Walmart. He was very lucky. I know in Florida, from Funko Pops to anything, it takes forever to for them to just get to our freaking crazy ass state. So um, it's super cool what they're doing. There was like I said that hiccup where as Cryer can probably attest to it, he scanned a card to get the NFT, the QR code, and he got a a completely different card. So what's going on right now is everything's placed on hold to scan. And if you did, if you did have that, if that happened to you, when you scan one, you got a a, a completely different card, just go over to create a ticket. I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, it's an email process that you'll email it to them. And then they'll probably um, solve the problem that you're, happen that's going on but other than that we're just wait we're still waiting on the next digital drop um i know i was fortunate enough to get one it's 50 dollars for three nfts and at the moment i've still not opened the pack and the pack's going unopened right now for around 825 dollars. so that's an awesome a crap ton of x up so for sure it's definitely an awesome thing, but HR just killing it and freaking cry. Yeah, really good. Like, how and many I'm not, freaking I'm legendaries? I'm not even a big comic guy, and I feel like they looked so badass. Like, they're... how many legendaries did you get? You sick animal! 
Yeah, three, baby. You got freaking three. I got zero. I'm just, it is what it is. But, um, but yeah, definitely check it out on the VV side. Check out those uh, drops that they're having all week. There actually has been a lot of talk that bots are gone from VV. They've done something where just everyone's starting, yeah, like the, house. the core people, they definitely cleaned house. So just check on that. If not, you can probably get a bunch on secondary. But besides that, Sandwich Punch, it's always a pleasure to have you on this podcast, just learning more and more about DeFi kingdoms. And hopefully one day we'll just, ETH will we'll treat you nice and we can get you into something, <laughs> into, into something, something nice we'll, on our we'll end. Baby, but... We'll uh, Walker, you know, like Baby Walker steps him into Exactly. Uh, that exactly. sounds awesome, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, no, absolutely. It's always fun joining you guys. 100% but um, other than that we can wrap it up for all the listeners thank you so much for tuning into Nerd FT Radio just remember to like subscribe and we'll get you on next week's or this week's later on on another episode of Nerd FT Radio talk to you guys later later